0: can't lie i've been wanting you i know you feel
1: welcome to a new edition of the neon jazz interview series with chicago-born harlem-based saxophonist arranger composer and educator christopher mcbride he opened up about his new 2023 album called ramon and his great ride in music so far he has been slowly but steadily turning heads with his work as a sideman and is now seen as one of the most versatile saxophonists as a leader in the world. Since his 2012 debut album, the world has been opening up to him more and more. Enjoy this interview.
0: Hey, great to connect with you. Thank you for taking a minute out. I appreciate it.
2: Oh, no problem. uh, It's a pleasure. I'm I'm glad you, uh, you know, reached out for the interview. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, you bet, man. Yeah, absolutely. And before we get into Ramon, I want to know... You know, the last three years did a thing on the world of jazz. I mean, everybody, but it really did affect the live musician community quite adversely. I'm curious how you survived that three-year COVID period and how it's changed the way that you approach things now.
2: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, What I've done, um, you know, what I I did during COVID was uh, I pivoted a little bit. Um, I got my bachelor's degree in, in music education. So um, I was doing some curriculum work for a couple of organizations. And then also I was um, doing some, like, not not podcasting, but just some interviews. I was doing live interviews on Instagram, and that be- that was a really popular series. Uh, you know, it became quite popular. So, yeah, I just kind of pivoted a little bit, but, I mean, um, you continue to write, um, I started, I probably started writing a couple months into it, um, and just trying to stay, you know, mentally and mentally sharp and, and, and physically sharp, you know, uh, doing stuff inside the building as much as I could, you know, trying to stay in shape and, and, and also with the horn, just ordering some A2 books, scale books, you know really practice i mean it's not it's not the same as playing live, but just again, trying to keep up the reps um but yeah it, it was uh, a in reading a lot of reading reading on you know uh the music on the music business uh you know other different uh things that i'm that that are of interest you know black history and 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 things of that nature, but just like I said, trying to stay as mentally sharp as possible and uh being as social as possible, you know making sure my social media didn't completely empty out as well you know we would I would set up zoom uh zoom meetings with with different musicians and friends so yeah
0: <laughs> yeah it it was quite a time period you know and 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 I'm curious now that we're coming out of it, you know there was so long where there was no no shows. I mean, there would be CDs that would trickle out, but, but now that everything's really opening in earnest, how does it feel just on that visceral level to be able to have an album out and to feel like you can perform it live?
2: Oh man, it's it's incredible. Um, yeah, you know, it's 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 been great. I'm setting up um, CD release parties now. I got I have two. One scheduled in New York um, in June. I have one scheduled in Chicago in July so um, you know it's 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 uh it's been great to you know not only to just be able to perform it live but to see people and to see people's reaction to to the music you know there's there's still some people who haven't been out to see live music yet you know um well, I mean we're still re- returning to whatever normal was before this happened you know but some some uh normalcy of it but yeah you know it's 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 beautiful not only performing but just seeing people's reaction to the music while we're performing and, and to see like just the appreciation um it's, it's it's been great
0: so what does this new album ramon mean for you like artistically putting it together and what are you hoping the listener gets from this project
2: Man uh Ramones is um it's a you know it's a it's definitely a part of my personal journey. Um, you know, just different experiences I've had, different places I've I've been, different cities that have have inspired um uh, different looks for me, um, uh, musically. Um and and hopefully like I said, hopefully I, I want the, the viewer to get um a, just an excellent listening experience. You know, an excellent listening experience and just being able to uh enjoy some, you know, original music that uh that was crafted with care. And yeah, that that you know, that would be my short answer. I ha- I have a much longer answer, but I I would have to delve like into each individual track, but uh yeah, it's it's, it's um a part like, like I said these works that I've been working on, you know, and actually I have uh more compositions coming as well, you know, I I have a, about this is the second album I, I have about two more albums that that i that I could you know I could release right now if 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 we were recorded you know I gotta get them recorded and stuff, but I got about two more albums worth of composition so just uh starting to really get into my bag and 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 this is cool too, cause it it gives me the challenge of writing more compositions.
0: absolutely so you're originally from chicago um you are in there. Yeah, and before you came to New York to so talk to me about the, the the you know, growing up in Chicago and and what some of your influences were to get into the world of jazz.
2: Um, yeah, growing up in Chicago, grew up on the South Side, uh, you know, with the with with the White Sox, you know. I don't I don't I I I don't know how uh the Royals we had we had some some some, some wars back in the day, uh, back in the day. Not not too much nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um. Yeah, grew up on the south side. Uh, um, as far as jazz, I mean, what started getting me into music in general, uh, Stevie Wonder for sure, uh, Earth, Wind & Fire. Um, you know, my, my parents, my, my dad was Honduran, my mother is American, so I grew up with a lot of different uh, musical influences um, and, and hearing a lot of different sounds. Like, from my father, I heard Bob Marley, Peter Tosh, and Third World, and, Black U, and, you know, um, all these different uh, reggae artists. And for my mom, like I said, Stevie, Earth, Wind, and Fire, such and such. You know, my brother at 10, he introduced me to rap and, uh, you know, Biggie and, you know, uh, <laughs> Wu-Tang, Nas, all of that. And then I would say about 13 or 14, I went to uh, jazz camp, uh, Northern Illinois University jazz camp. Um and i heard john coltrane uh play giant steps and i remember saying like man he's like he's sight reading he's sight reading that me or he's reading that music like crazy and somebody's like what are you talking about i was like well you know like he's reading the music right they're like no he's improvising and and that's how i kind of got into to jazz and then um i heard kind of blue by miles davis and and You know, up to that point, I had been introduced to a lot of different music and and a lot of beautiful music. Um, But it it was, Miles' album just did something different. You know, it was like, it was all these feelings, you know. I I always say, like, I love jazz because it it touches on the subtlety of emotion. And it's like, so instead of feeling like happy music, it was like melancholy music. Or, you know, like the, like just these, these feelings between happy, happiness and sadness that, that I love to explore. Um, and I said, man, if, if if there's music that makes people feel like this,
0: I want to play that. Right on. What was the first live show that you ever saw? First live jazz show that really moved you?
2: First live jazz show. I want to say I, I was in Chicago, um, and, I, I saw, I, I definitely saw Eric Schneider, who was a, a very well-known uh, saxophonist in, in the Chicago area, but I saw Eric Schneider live at, at the spot, and then, but one of the first people I saw um, that was, like, you know, one of the legends was uh, James Moody. I think I saw him around, like, 10 or 11. It was it was pretty heavy for me at the time, but I, I do remember going and being like, man, like, I'll never play like that. <laughs> you know, but uh yeah, I I think I was like 10 or 11, like that I wasn't even I I just had started I had just started tinkering with the horn by then, but yeah, James was man, that was that was an incredible show. I I still remember that.
0: So talk to me a little bit about your move to New York. Was that always a dream of yours and what would that, what was that transition like?
2: Um, New York was I, I I'm i I'm a person, I like to do things in steps. I'm never is you know, I, I, I yeah, I like to do things in steps. If I feel like it's attainable, then, then I try to reach for it, you know. Um so New York was never a dream necessarily. I, I you know, transparently speaking, I didn't feel like I was at the at the right level to, to think about New York at the time. Um and Tony O'Hart um, one of my mentors, and, and I studied with him in New York. He came to my school. I was at Northern Illinois finishing up my bachelor's. Excuse me. I, was, I was finishing up my bachelor's. He came to my school, and, and he was a special guest. And he was like, hey, if you ever want to come to New York and study. And I was like, man, like, you think I could, like, <laughs> come to New York and study? You know, it, it was, again, so far off my radar. But I, I, I've always been, you know, again, um, from my – love of hip-hop. I've always been a little fascinated with the city, and then, of course, discovering jazz and discovering the historical context between Chicago and New York. I, I really enjoy history a lot, um, and it was all of those factors, and, and, and also I felt an innate sense that, you know, I felt in Chicago, um, I felt like going to New York with the, the caliber of players here would really push me to a different level. And I, and, and I, you know, I had, at the time I was, you know, having a successful run in Chicago as a musician and as an educator. But I, I said, you know, I, uh, I could go to New York and try it out, get the lessons. And if it doesn't work out, then I could move back. Um, but yeah, a couple of years in, uh, you know, I looked up, I was working. Um, you know, I, I had <laughs> definitely the first couple years kicked my butt, man. It was, it's so many incredible musicians, but, uh, started really practicing, started kind of getting some things together. And, uh, you know, I was, like I said, was working around town, and I, I was like, man, maybe I, sh- maybe I should stay. And now uh, 10 years, it'll be in New York. I've been in New York. Uh, my, my professional career in New York is longer than my professional career in Chicago, which is, uh, yeah, I, I never thought I would be saying that, but here we are.
0: <laughs> right on. So what is it about this process of, you know, you, there's recordings, there's live shows, there's to, so many aspects to being a professional musician. What do you like the best about it? Uh, you know, I I, I
2: love. I, I feel like musicians we're in the we're in the serving business. You know, we're we're yeah, we're 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 of service to the people. You know, I I really love being able to transform somebody's day, uh, and and transform you know people's moment. Being able to, you know, be a memory. Of uh, somebody like, man, we remember we heard that incredible live band and they had a great night and this and that and that. Um, you know that in the small part of it, I, I love that part of it. Um, at, on a personal level, I just I feel free when I'm when I'm playing, especially if I'm playing playing music and I know the music inside and out. And I just I, I feel like you know at, at some points I could play anything or or the music could go on forever you know and 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 it wouldn't phase me um it's just a, it's just a really liberating feeling to be able to to do this at, at at the level play with uh high level musicians um and and be able to create the music at at a, at a very high level man it's 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 incredible even you know i mean and and it's all over like that I, i'm sure many musicians relate like that um you know i i know out in Kansas City i i mean all those incredible musicians out there. Adam Larson's out there, Bobby Watson's out there, and Matt Dillinger's out there and um my man uh Matt Hopper, Matt Hopper on the guitar. I want to say yeah. It's, it's yeah, Chris Hazelton it's like it's so many incredible musicians out there and I just I always get that feeling of just freedom and and, and liberation and and creativity, you know, when when it's when you're doing it at, at the highest levels, it's it's so much fun.
0: So, you know, last week we kind of, they recreated, or I guess they brought back to life the old Hey Hey Club that used to be on 18 and Vine, and it's in the basement of a brewery, a distillery, and Adam Larson was playing, and I finally got to see him live up and close, and man, it was mm. smoking, dude. Mm-hmm. Just, I've been wanting to get him, um, at, at, you know, in person for so long to see that happen. And he had a trio and it was really good. I was singing it. So um yeah, you're right. Kansas City's flush with a lot of really good cats. So it's uh mm-hmm. and and joints are opening up, new places, things are hopping, so it's uh it's definitely a good thing. Um so I'm curious with you, if you could get into a time machine and go back in time and see any musician in the world of jazz, where are you going? Who are you gonna see?
2: I, I think I gotta go see train. I just the the stories I hear about people who have gone to see John Coltrane. It's like it was like seeing Jesus, you know. It was like like seeing a deity. So I I feel like I got to experience that. I mean, you know, maybe maybe Miles like see. I would want to catch like a love like after a love supreme was out. I felt like. That was him at the the, the the peak of his powers, you know. But um you know Miles Miles would be dope. Um like seeing Miles John and uh and Cannonball, you know, the the masters, see, seeing like that that group, like or or the milestones group, like right like uh, that Dr. Jekyll missed the high record, like see, seeing that seeing that right after that drops, and I would love to see that too. So uh
0: yeah. <laughs> I would buy a ticket to that spaceship for sure. Um, so everyone out there has a perception of you, an idea of who they think you are. Your family, your friends, your fans. But ultimately, you're in control of this. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are?
2: I would say who, who do you think you are? Who do you think, would, think you are? Right. right. <laughs> I would say um, you know me. I'm a you know uh, a a musician. I, I always say I'm you know I'm a I'm a son. I'm an uncle uh 22 times over I'm an uncle uh son uh musician um you know I'm a am about family uh god music uh, those I would say those those three things kind of define who I am and, and 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 everything around it you know uh that, and I mean more things than that you know I'm a lover a basketball enthusiast a basketball junkie um, I you know, I love the beach, I love water, I love reading, I, I love being around, I'm, I love being around people I love and, and, and respect and admire, and I also really love being alone. <laughs> um, so I'm a bit of an ambivert, but, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm just a person trying to, uh, spread good in the world the the best way I can, and I feel like uh, music
0: is that platform to do so. So the one thing we learned over this pandemic is there's very there's 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 ideal places to pick up music. Let everybody know where they can pick up Ramon. Find out about live shows. Anything pertaining to your world.
2: Yes, um, definitely. I would say uh, social media uh, for sure. Cr McBride Music on Instagram. Cr McBride Music on Twitter. Saxophone is Christopher McBride on Facebook. Um, Ramon is available on Bandcamp. If you type in my name, Christopher McBride, uh, type in Ramon, it's going to pop right up. Um, but Bandcamp, all the streaming platforms, um, you know, and my website uh, is a great way to keep in touch with me, CR McBride Music. You know, let me know what you think of the record. And finally, uh, my I want to acknowledge my – I always like to acknowledge my Patreon supporters uh, I have a Patreon page. It's been, you know, uh, doing pretty well. You know, uh, we're trying to reach a goal of 250 a month. And with that money, I was able to actually pay for, uh, some of the cost of the record, a nice significant amount of the record. So, uh, man, I'm just grateful to my Patreon supporters. So that, that's the best way to support, support my, uh, you know, musical and, uh, media endeavors is, is, is by Patreon. And um, finally, if you if you fill in the record, you know go to some clubs out in Kansas City, and just let them know that you dig in the record, man. You know I want to I want to get out there and play. I, I haven't played with
0: my group out there yet,
2: so I would you know if you if you fill in the record, let them know let let a place know that you uh you, they need to bring me to town.
0: <laughs> I have yeah, amen. I will absolutely, um, Christopher. It's been wonderful to get to know you. Thank you for opening up good luck with the album and, and as the world opens up it's great man I
2: appreciate you thanks so much for having me and I uh, hope to talk soon
1: thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players in Chicago, Harlem, Kansas City and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz thanks to Christopher for his time, energy and cool if you want to hear Neon Jazz archived interviews you can find those on either Apple Podcast or Spotify subscribe to us at YouTube and for everything Neon Jazz all the time go to the until next time enjoy the jazz my friends
0: you all
1: the
0: neon jazz